back to On the Block with Strick and Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back to On the Block 93.7 The Ticket. A very happy Monday to all of you. My name is Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Sorry, Raymond, text line, Honda, Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you guys. Got some great uh, interaction here on the text line. Kind of discussing what's happening with Nebraska football. Who's to blame? What do you do with the quarterback situation? It's just... It's very fascinating, and I think what's so crazy about all this is that there really isn't a good solution because it's not going to be a quick fix. It's going to take a while to get this steered in the right direction, and I I don't know what's, what's going to happen. Um, we're going to talk about it a little bit more throughout the week because we're going to hear from Mickey Joseph. We're going to hear some other coaches uh, throughout the week as well, kind of get a more of a clear idea of what's going on uh, with the current Nebraska situation and strict – I want to get into this because this is a question I want to ask you, and it's a question I want to ask the text line because Auburn has parted ways with Brian Harson after two years, and the biggest question I have is, is this kind of the new normal in college football? Because I did a little bit of digging because I know it, sometimes it can be difficult to forget, but since Scott Frost was the first coach fired during this season – there have now been four other coaches that have been fired along with them. So Scott Frost after week two, Herm Edwards after week three, Jeff Collins after week four, Paul Christ after week five, and now Brian Harson after week four has officially been fired. Um, this is the situation, and this is why I always said, if you were going to get rid of Scott Frost, it was better to do it sooner than later. And here's my question to the text line. Also, Luffy says, uh, did your friends have a good time at the game? Nebraska's performance probably made them feel right at home. Uh, yeah, Luffy, it, it definitely made us feel right like uh, Virginia Tech fans, that's for sure. They, they look <laughs> even worse. But, yeah, they had a great time. Lincoln is, is, is a great place. Nebraska fans are awesome. They had a great time. Um if I had to ask you right now, with the five coaches that have been fired, I'll ask text line two again, four two four six four five six eight five. where does Nebraska rank? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I think Auburn's above them. If you are a head coach and, and you had to choose between these five schools, I'd put Auburn one. And then, honestly, I would say Wisconsin and, and Nebraska are kind of neck and neck. I would probably give Nebraska the advantage because I think that they would pay more than Wisconsin would. But with, if you look at the state of the programs, Wisconsin's fired their head coach, but they're still in the thick of it in the Big Ten West. Yeah. And I'm assuming Leonard's going to get that position. They're just going to uh, promote him to the head coach officially, but we don't know that for sure. And it just—it's one of those things. I'm glad Nebraska got got ahead of it sooner than later. But if you're a college football program, is this just kind of what what the new normal is? Like you you get a couple weeks, and if you're on the hot seat, you're done. I I think it's hard to figure how guys get on, but but programs have just come to a a stance that you have to perform. And the crazy thing about the performance is. Coaches are figuring that I've got to take advantage of whatever situation I'm in, like Mel Tucker, 
if I win in a situation and I can oh renegotiate up, up the channel and guys are really coaches are taking advantage of that right now. So I think programs are kind of coming to some conclusion that there's going to, they're going to want some, some show and prove. And, and, and I think these next ones that are going to get hired are going to be performance laden in some form or fashion. You know, it'll be a good base. It'll be solid, but it'll be something that's manageable so that if they're not seeing any trajectory heading in the right direction, they can right. they can move on. Do you think that Auburn has the advantage over Nebraska? Then I would think so. On that list, would you say that? I think I, I here's here's what I think. I think that coaches are going to be weighing the change of going from division. I think if it stayed in divisions, they would look at it as an opportunity. Someone with an opportunity laden contract. I think would would look at that, look at what Nebraska has in their in their locker room, what they would need to add, what they would need to move on from, or how they can become better to quickly turn that around and show and prove within the division structure. I think once it moves outside of the division structure, it becomes a little bit more difficult. So I think if they're going to land somebody, some gonna someone's gonna be looking to make a splash mm-hmm. in while the divisions is still the divisions for a year. So somebody may look at the job coming up potentially as an opportunity to land, um, you know, big money, right? Then that's why I think the Auburn situation becomes tough because someone's got to be looking. It's got to be somebody on the level of like, listen, don't get this twisted. I'm saying on the level of the ability to potentially recruit against a Saban and against the likes of, um, you hate to say it, but <laughs> Jimbo Fisher still can recruit. But guys like that, Lane Kiffin, those type of guys that have the ability to cr- recruit, you're going to have to land somebody in the SEC, yeah. especially at Auburn, that can really yeah. fight that fight. Yeah. And that's why I say it's got to be somebody on the likes of Deion Sanders, right, who can actually land some of those top-tier recruits especially in, the SEC. in the SEC, right? Yeah. That's the same thing that they're looking at. That's why I think they have an advantage but other than that, I think with NIL, I think with opportunities here, and I think with the ability to win the Big Ten West and make a splash in your entrance on the way out the door with a down Big Big uh, with a down Big Ten West right now, right? I think it's an opportunity they can take advantage of. And it's, it, Tommy makes a good point. He says you get two to three years max at Auburn to compete with Bama and Nebraska. Currently, it's just get wins and get to a bowl game. Auburn could be a better job, quote, but the expectations are higher. Yeah, the the expectations are certainly high at Auburn, but the only counterpoint I have to that, and this might just be social media, this might just be fans frustrated after a game, but I don't think the expectations are as high as Auburn, but I, I have seen people turn on Mickey already. We we went from give this guy the job to one poor performance against a ranked opponent for what it's worth, and your starting quarterback goes down and doesn't play the second half, and he's an interim head coach, and people have already turned on him. Now, again, I'm not speaking for the entire fan base. I won't even speak for the majority. I'm just saying that's what I've seen. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just one of those things like – Nebraska fans are craving winning so badly that, I mean, you you can have a guy fall into your lap and still, if he doesn't get it done quick, it's just, like you said, Strick, it's the nature of college football right now. It is, and it happens quick, and it happens fast, and I don't know. And it's just so crazy to see this because 
I'll be honest, I wouldn't be surprised that Jimbo Fisher's the next. Texas A&M loses again at yeah. home. Yeah. It, and he's next, and then that puts Nebraska, what, third on that list? Yeah. And that, and that's why, like, I, I hope he got ahead of it. And if we're going to go an outside hire, you have to be ahead of it because you're not going to be first on the list anymore. No. No, I think that's that's what it's shaping up to be right now. Um, I don't even want to talk about the carousal of it. I, I'm just I, – I still want to see them do well. I still think they have an opportunity to, you know, win some of the – but if they can't they – they got to take care of the ball – They've got to win the battles in the trenches on both sides again, and they're about to face another challenge. Another running back is going to come in here a little bit more bruising um, than Chase. Yeah. But you know they're going to they're going to run. They're going to try. They want to win too. I mean, they're kind of finding themselves down after taking a an L and in, in last week and. Yeah, it'll be, and so. it's a little bit worrisome with Illinois too, Strick, because I, you know, I'm a big Vegas guy and I follow the lines. Uh, Minnesota, as of right now, is a thirteen and a half point favorite. Mm-hmm. Thirteen and a half. That that certainly yeah. doesn't make me feel better, especially with Nebraska at home. Uh, Downtown Scott says, Nate, I'm sorry, we can't trust your judgment as a fan. Hokies and Huskers, you, you is the only way to properly describe what I go through on a day to day basis. Downtown Scott, because if you remember, I'm also a Colts fan, and they let Taylor Heineke beat them down two scores with five minutes left in the game. So it wasn't a great weekend because it started on Thursday. So it wasn't a great weekend for me sports wise, but. Um, like you said, Strick, there's time to turn it around, but we talked about the gauntlet of the schedule that's coming up, and it, it started with Illinois, and it certainly hasn't gotten off to a, to a great foot, but it'll be interesting, and we'll follow throughout the week to see if Casey Thompson's going to be playing. We'll hear Mickey. We'll hear probably hear from Mark Whipple, I would assume, at some point in time, too. So lots of questions need to be answered, and, and we'll get those answer, answers throughout the week. So make sure you stick with us here on 93.7 The Ticket. we got to take a quick break. Shoot out with Strick. Your chance to win $15 Buffalo Wings and Rings. Coming up next, all you got to do is call us, 402-464-5685. Shoot out with Strick. Coming up next on The Block. 